I don't know why I just repeated what you said. <laughs> no, that's it fine. Just seemed appropriate. Hi, <laughs> welcome back to Cries in Norwegian, a podcast all about scam. Um, and what do we say after that? Uh, oh, I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. Uh, and it's been a while, so we're a little rusty. Yes. Uh, I've been enjoying my summer, I guess. I would uh, say so. Yeah, for, I would say so. First in Italy, and then I got back from Puerto Rico recently, where I am from. Uh, and that was cool. And uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. Did you have fun in Puerto Rico? I had lots of fun <clears throat> in Puerto Rico. Um, and I just realized my I did not make my mother watch the last episode of Scam. It's the only one she hasn't seen. What? Yes. Gabby. <laughs> This, uh, is, this is a vacation fail. I know. I was like, what's wrong with me? She's always like, Gloriana, that's my cousin, won't put it for me. Because my mom's like, she's like, I don't know. How, like, she, she doesn't know how to oh, watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, oh, she, uh-huh. so she, I, I gave them a link originally. I think that link is dead. But whatever. I can give them another. She's like, Gloriana won't put it up for me. So she hasn't seen it. And I'm a terrible daughter because I forgot. And I even had the episodes with me. So oh. I'm sorry, Mom, that you still haven't seen the last episode of Scam. That is, that is really, that is sad. When I watched it you know, for before recording this. And it's been a while since I've, since we've seen it, since we've talked about it. I was kind of going into it like, oh, man, what the hell happened? I don't even remember. Like, what's going on? Maybe I should listen to our podcast to find out what is yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, right? Um, and literally half a scene into it, I was just so happy to be watching it again. Yeah, so And just, like, so happy to be, like, within their lives, with these faces. Like, they're actors are so good I said this a million times I'm gonna say it again uh and yeah it was just like a delight and it's such a good episode of the season I think it has to be one of my top of the season top of the season um okay so I did want to say because I've been talking to some people and by people I mean my friends who are lovely and who listen to this even if they don't uh (laughs) watch the show you guys are uh, amazing which is great um, and also, you should watch the show, but you guys you are amazing. But what I was trying to say is, if you do want to watch the show, you can go to Daily Motion and they, basically, you just Google Scam English, and they should have playlists for every season. And then her next question, this is my friend Gabba, who I was talking to the other day. Hi, Gabba. Uh, she was like, is it legal? And I was like, I don't know, probably not, but they're up there and no one has taken them down, so. Did we just out Daily Motion? I don't, I, 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 I don't think so. I, I, the Scam Austin group people link to it all the time. Okay, okay, so like then if, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> so if you do want to watch uh, what we've been talking about or just watch it again and you don't have them, if the Google Drive that you used to watch them on is dead, as many are, like Daily Motion has the episodes, um, with English subtitles, so don't deprive yourself of the chance of watching Scam. Yes. I feel like this whole season of, of our podcast, uh, not of the show, of our podcast, has been like a giant love letter to the show. Like, have we ever said anything bad about it? I feel like every episode is just me going like, they're so good. Can we talk about how good they are and all the reasons that they're good? <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I just wanted to update you on our, like, I, I guess download count. Ooh. Um, so right now we have 419 downloads of all time, so that's like double Holy what we had shit. last time. We went over 400? Yeah, that's over 400. Amazing. And basically we're, we're around like, I would say like 50 per episode or so. That's amazing. So thank you to the 50 of you who are listening. Yeah, 
you guys are the best, and I love that there's people who love the show, and, I mean, scum, but also our show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're basically, like, we hate listening. I mean, but... maybe you do hate listening, that's fine. <laughs> but you're still listening, uh, which is exciting for us, uh, because, like, we've, like, you're right, we're doing this because it's fun, and because we love the show, and we're like, yeah. why, why not talk about it, why not watch it again? Yeah. It's, a, it's an excuse. You uh, and I talk about, like, it was basically an excuse for you and I to, like, gush and talk about, in detail, everything yeah. about the scenes that we love, and, like, why not record it, and maybe somebody will want to listen. Uh, for sure. Oh, I will say one moment, like, TV talk about other stuff, because uh-huh. I just remember it, so I'm going to tell you now. Uh, I was, I am watching The Magicians, um, oh, yeah. like I told you. Uh, <laughs> Wait, how far are you? I'm almost done with season one. I know two and three are, like, really where it gets it's, good. Yeah, 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 okay. That's why I'm, like... Just make it through season well, one. Well, because you, you told me, I think you were watching season two, and you were like... I know you're watching too many things, but I really think you would like the <laughs> I think it was more like season three that I was like 100% convinced okay, okay. and on board. Yeah, I think season two you were like, you might like it. And then, yeah, season yes. three, because it was more recent, you were like, no, no, I really think you would really like There's this. There's one scene that I think is when I texted you that I will, it's such a, it's two characters talking in code in a forest. That is all I will say. When and you then, get to it, you will know what I'm talking about. And then about. the Mary Sue, not, I mean, I love the Mary Sue, not that I always agree with all of their opinions. I don't know if you've ever checked Oh, the, out. yeah, the, the website. The, the website. <laughs> I was like, who's a Mary Sue on that they, show? They, um, they wrote a review that I haven't read, but just the headline was enough, and it was like, it was something like The Magicians is the quintessential millennial show of our time. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what that means, but I am now intrigued. I must read this. I have to find it. Um, um, and yes, in more ways than one, uh, In an, uh, let's put it this way, in evolving ways. Okay. Definitely the book, I read the first of the trilogy, and I, oh, no, I think I read the first two. Anyway, they're, um, they are... Meant to be like the millennial angsty okay because I version of so, Harry Potter yeah so exactly I haven't read them I have the first one because my cousin read it but mm. she gave it to me basically like that she was like well I didn't love it but maybe you will it's fine <laughs> and it makes me feel bad because I I when I I went to a Q and A many years ago like back when the Fault in Our Stars first came out I went to the LA Festival of Books and I I got there late that's how I know like. And John Green wasn't a big deal. Like, I walked in, no problem. They did have, he had, he had like, the biggest auditorium, sure. But it wasn't, like, a crazy thing. Like, the Folder Star had just come out. And he was the panelist, the q the moderator, Lev oh, Grossman. Okay. And he was, like, I I liked him so much oh, that nice. I was, like, oh, I, I totally have to read the magician. Yeah, and I still yeah. haven't done it. But, like, he, he was just really nice. That was my one interaction with him. I saw him at a panel where it wasn't even him being interviewed. But. Yeah. <laughs> I had a very, like, love-hate relationship with the book where I loved so, so, so much about it. And then there were things that were super, I don't know, I don't want to say annoying, but, like, I mean, I think they're meant to be annoying. I can't quite tell. Yeah, so I'm Characters who are kind of annoying yeah. and there's, like... Why, like, why are you so emo? Just get over yourself. You have magic. Like, move on, you know? So I'll definitely go back probably and check it out. But anyway, yeah, that was, that was... The show is very different, that wasn't even my point. My point was that the other show that we watched together, which is The O.C., by the way, um, the, in, in in season one, the guy who's, like, friends with Quentin and, what's the girl's name? The one... Oh, the one that's... Julia. Julia, yeah, Julia. Yeah. So Julia's boyfriend in those first couple episodes. Zach. Is that it? Zach? Zach. 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 Yeah. So Zach was her boyfriend in the first like couple of episodes before oh, yeah, funny. his memory erased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, you look so familiar, like you dated someone on TV, but I can't picture it, and it uh-huh. was driving me insane, and then I eventually figured it out. If uh, if you do end up enjoying the show, I do recommend you go back and read the books, because I think it would be fascinating to talk to you about 
the adaptation of them and the things they had to do to make the show work and also like the ways in which the first season doesn't really work. Yeah, I mean, I've I'm always fascinated about adaptation as you know, it's one yeah. of my things. I always try to read, a, read the book. I, I try to do it before. Uh, sometimes I do it after. Like we talked a little bit about Crazy Rich Asians. Um, my perception of what the book was going to be based on the trailers was different to what, what the book actually was. But I very quickly realized, oh, okay, because um, it's not a rom-com. It's not a love story. Like, Rachel and, uh, well, I can't remember his name. Nick. <laughs> We're having a bad name day. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rachel and Nick are just, like, one of the stories that are told. They're not okay. the mo- They're not In the book. In the book. That's Whereas, what I thought yeah. the format was. Yeah, yeah, that is the format of the okay, book. Okay. But because of the way that the movie was marketed. And then, and then I was like, oh, that's a screenwriter who was like, well, I'm going to have to make this the main story. Yeah. And that's the one that has kind of, like, the most adaptable arc yeah. and yeah, I yeah. agree with that but that yeah. makes sense so, yeah anyway but uh we can talk about that another point okay now let's go back to the actual uh yes to the thing that everyone is tuning in for yeah sorry which is, uh, is scum. sorry guys scum okay so we are finally finally at the end of season one yes the big uh which is one of our top seasons I don't know if this is your favorite season um do you know what I I go back and forth it may be because let me think. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Oh, because I love Girl Squad so much. Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think those seasons have wonderful things to contribute. I, I love Sana's, I think, will be my second favorite. But, um, and, you know, very closely with this one. But, um, it's the, sorry, it's a season, rather, where we see the girls together the most, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, which, which is, yeah, it is something that I'm going to miss uh, from now on. Yeah. Obviously, the internet's favorite season is season three, but we can talk about that. <laughs> I have thoughts on that. Uh, it, it's touched upon in this episode. Uh, at another point. Uh, but yes, um, so we're at the end of the season. I'm going to miss it a lot. And I am looking forward to season two when we get to it, um, even though I think it will be a little different for us because it could be a little bit more challenging in terms of being open-minded about the show. Yes, yeah, and, and being fair. Do you know what? Fair. I challenged myself and did it today, and I have positive things to say about yeah. Nur so that's, this so that's, episode. So that was me, too. I was trying to be like, okay, I'm going to... Obviously, I we will talk about our feelings yeah. about yeah, yeah. Wilhelm and Norhelm, uh, but we want every, we want to embrace all points of view because at the end of the day, alt air love. Exactly. And uh, we we want to be positive. Uh, yeah. Even when we have things that we think could have been better, and that's what we're here to talk about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. we don't want to be, like, negative Nancy's. Yes. Yeah. No one wants that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not just we're, here to, we're like, not, we're not, criticize. Yeah, we're not Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not Twitter, okay? <laughs> yes, please, no. Okay. Um. Uh, so do you want to start? Sure, sure. Yeah, this is so. I I was I mentioned earlier. I was like imme- like immediately love, and it's because or back in love with the show because it's it opens with just the girls hanging out, making breakfast. Nura is making pancakes. Chris is juggling eggs <laughs> because of course she because is. of course she is. Um, and I do have a question. And Emma is she? What do, what do pancakes look like to you? Not like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> They were somewhere between a crepe and a pancake? Yeah, I yeah. Know. I was like, I mean, I guess, by the strictest definition, <laughs> sure. In that it's dough that is on a pan uh, yeah. and it's flat. Yeah, but I was um, like, uh, that's not how <laughs> I want to eat my pancakes. Um, yes. Was, but I just figured it was some Norwegian equivalent. Yeah, me too. And I... And I and immediately made me want to eat some. Yeah. We're, we're not here to criticize... Uh, 
pancakes. But yeah, Ava especially because Nora's the only person who ever tries to feed her friends. So yes, girl. Like yes, more and it power seemed very too. appropriate that she was the one cooking, and now I think that's why because they have consistently shown her as the cook and like. Well, yeah, she's the she's, rest didn't seem like they eat like microwave burritos. Yeah, exactly. Kind of Out of everyone in the girl squad, she's the one person who I would trust exactly not to like. She she has. We'll, we'll talk about this in season two. Oh, yeah, she, she lives she, on her own. She lives of. on her own. She has life skills. She is the one who's had to, like, I think, like, grow up the fastest mm-hmm. and kind of just be like, okay, like, and accept re- certain responsibilities. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's, yeah, she's prepared. It's, it's just really well-crafted from a writing perspective. Um, yeah. Like, in yeah, terms yeah. of character consistency and stuff. So... Yeah, and then they talk a little bit more about Eva's family life a little bit. Yeah, like I like the, that, that she kind of, yeah. we get a little background. Yeah, the girls are curious, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell that Eva's more comfortable with at least, she she's more comfortable sharing the reality that is her life, yeah. not, maybe not her feelings on it. Yes. Um, but I thought that was like a step in yeah. the right direction in terms of... And I would say she almost seemed a bit more at peace as well. Yes, yeah, it. for sure. There was definitely less, I think, bitterness about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, she probably could have been more like... I mean, sometimes it sucks. Yeah. But I understand that, you know. But that's life, yeah. And they were all, obviously, their minds were on something else. Yes, like, yeah. Like, they're all, like, They're more, like, chit-chatting to pass the time. time and while they wait. But it was so satisfying to have Ava opening up to someone, anyone, exactly. all of them. Yeah, so that's why, that's why... It was why, so cathartic. Yeah, that's why it was a moment that struck to me a little bit, because I was like, look at her, like, sharing with her friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we've come so far. We've come so in far. In a lot of episodes. Yes. Um, and then Vilda comes in, and it's very, very awkward. Yeah, it's like, it's, she looks so, it's, she's so quiet. Yeah. Uh, and she looks, and that's never a Vilda we've seen, no yeah. matter the circumstances. Yes. Um, yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. And not just quiet, but drained, kind of lifeless, almost. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so the opposite of her Yeah, culture. it's like, so zombie-like for everything yes. that we've known her to be for totally. 11 episodes so far. Totally. Um, and they sit down to their breakfast, um, and the girls are trying to make Vilda feel better, feel comfortable. Chris yeah. has the line of the episode, as far as I'm concerned. She says, blackouts are God's way of telling me not to worry about anything, which I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I also wrote that down. Yeah. And I also noted Sana's look after, afterwards, I like, know, like, dude, come on. like, dude... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's it's this whole, like, kind of lovely situation where, like, Vilda finally admits that she can't remember what happened the night before. So, yeah, so they're all trying to re- reassure her. Chris is amazing. That is, yeah. That's such a great line. Yeah, she delivers it so well. Um, Eva goes too far with her yeah. line where everyone suddenly is, like, uh, her line is something like, uh, which girl with self-respect doesn't... <laughs> hasn't... Doesn't, hasn't blacked out at least once. Yeah. And uh, maybe the girl's like, uh... Yeah. Yes. This is not too far, but nice try. Nice yeah. try. Eva. It's like everyone's trying to, like, offer support, but they're not quite sure. sure. Yeah. I think they're not quite sure well, what Vilda needs at this point. Yes. And also, they're. Well, because the elephant in the room yeah, is the elephant what she the said. Room. Yeah, exactly. Last, you know, at the, edit, at the cut of the last episode. Which, to recap, um, the night before, she had said, I think I killed William's baby. baby. Yes. Yeah. And then. So, finally, I think it's Nora who yeah. asks. So basically, Nora again because she's the one most emotionally equipped to handle <laughs> this situations. Every group needs one of at least one. Yeah, <laughs> she's the one who sort of uh, she sort of she asks you know or, or oh wait well before that though um, before that what I I, I want to point out that they all that Vilda t- thanks them for taking care of her. Oh yeah, 
which was Good a point. yeah, uh, which was a lovely moment. Yes, um, and they welcome her back on the bus, right? Yes, and then yes. Sana says, you know, of course you're the bus. 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 <laughs> bus bus. <laughs> Which, when we get to season four, we can talk about that. Uh, because I think it's a moment where they all acknowledge, well, first they're inviting her back, and they all acknowledge how much this, this means to her, yeah. and they're, like, giving, like, they're, they're... And how much it matters... To their group dynamic. To, the, to them, yeah. To them. Yeah, all of them. I, I, yeah, it's a good point to point out, or it's a good moment to point out where, because in that, I remember thinking, it's when, I think it's Sana who says... Like, we're here for you or something like that. And that's when I realized, oh, the, part of these bus dynamics is the sort of sorority sense. Yeah, of, yeah. Not in the, like, trashy drinking way, but in the, like, girls there for each other yes. through hard times in the way only girls and women can be there for each other. You know yes. what I mean? And it, it's yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I just wanted to go back like to that just because I, I thought it was a lovely moment. Mm-hmm. And, I lo- and I love, like, yes, most of the moments where, like, shit needs to be said it's uh nora who steps up but most of the moments where you need like friend reassurance it's it's sana who's like what are you talking about yeah we're your friends <laughs> and it's like so, that's and it's so gratifying this is, this is where we are like emotionally yeah like sana's the one who's always like what's wrong with you yeah yeah uh, which yeah. which then which are my frustrations within her own season but we're we're far away from we'll that. get there yeah we're far away from that yet yeah, because when the shoe's on the other foot, yeah, it does not, not happen. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's Nora who eventually brings up the pregnancy. Yes, and she, and and Vilda says she took a test, and so she's sure she's pregnant. Yeah, um, I did want to take one moment, and then she brings out the test, and they all look at it. Uh, oh, I don't think that happens till the that happens at the doctor's office. Oh, at the. <laughs> That the oh, I thought she did. Her doctor I, th- I thought she did take it. And I thought she did too, but when I just watched it now, it doesn't oh, happen. Well, really I, weird. I, well, maybe I missed it. Maybe yeah, I was I'm writing sure. notes. Well, because I wanted to take a moment to compare to how that how it happens in Scam Austin. Oh, uh huh. Because in Scam Austin, that's this is that's like that's it. That's the final scene of uh-huh. the pregnancy storyline. Because they because they realize that it's uh, that it's the ovulation yeah. test. And then I wanted to, I was wondering how much of it is it more of, like, a quick, like, uh, screenwriting, let's get to the heart of the story, like, we don't need another scene of this, Mm -hmm. and how much is it, there is no authority figure in the United States where a teenage girl could go. No. And have that conversation. I don't even think Planned Parenthood. Yeah, so I was like, it, it was just... I was like, yeah, there, there, there is no place that a teenage yeah. girl in Texas can go yeah. and have that moment. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of my favorite things about the show is Doctor. I think they call name her in this episode Doctor Skrull or something like that. As a glimpse into Norway or Norwegian society, the fact that there is this school yeah, so so doctor. that's yeah, so that's why I pointed it out with the versus Scam Austin mm-hmm. as something that like stood out to me. Plus, uh, she's hilarious, and when we get to that scene, it's such a good comedy scene. Yeah. It's comedy gold. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, so then, um, yeah, basically, that's that's it for now. Everyone's like, oh, Vilda's pregnant. Shit. Yes. Like, this, is, this is for real. We're going to yes. have to deal with it. And I think it. Nora's is something like, I guess it's a trip to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, because Nora's like, we're facing this head on, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're dealing with it. We're this. dealing yeah. with this. Yeah. 
Um, no okay. more suppression. And now, all right, this is your moment. We're back at Neeson. Uh-huh. Uh, the theater kids um, show oh, yes. up. Yes. And they invite them to the end of your bonfire Christmas citrus. thing. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, Christmas situation. I love that in, um, in other countries, I guess in European, maybe all, I don't know. In some European countries, they have, like, Christmas special episodes. Like, I always thought that was really, like, hilarious mm-hmm. um, and kind of sad. I mean, I get why we don't have them, because it would be, like, isolated. Uh, Isolating one religion out over others, and which in America is more complicated to do, yeah, like, yeah. shouldn't be done really. I know, but um, it is it is kind of lovely. Like, but there's something nice about it, yeah. Like having having a Christmas Doctor uh, Doctor Who Christmas episodes to have watched in the last couple of years is something that has become sort of a tradition with me and my cousins. Like, yeah. it's like at some point, either that day or the next day, we'll like have to watch it. I think yeah. my other cousin Karina. Hi, Kari. The one who guest starred. <laughs> she has stopped watching Doctor Who, which I did not know. She was made, would make her hangry. I'm sorry. We had a moment the other day, because I was, like, asking her if she was going to watch the new Doctor, because the new Doctor's a woman. Right, right, right. And she was like, I don't watch Doctor Who anymore. I didn't watch the last season. I'm like, yeah, but it's the new Doctor. You can just skip. And she's like, stop making me try and watch more shows. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Too you, much. You're used to cosplay as a Doctor. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, like I think sometimes we even still try to get her to watch it, and she's like, "I don't, I don't care anymore." So it's it's, but it's still like a fun thing yeah, that yeah, we, yeah. we used to do for a couple of years. Yeah, and I mean, I know people who don't even watch the show; they'll just watch, watch the, the Christmas, Christmas special, special, which is kind of well. That, and that's why that's what I mean. Like they're they are kind of lovely in that like people can just sit around and watch it. Like and, a tradition. Yeah, yeah, you're off work. You're it's too cold to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well sit and watch something. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so the theater kids are like, yeah, there's a tree lighting ceremony. You should all come there. Everyone's going to be there. Do you realize the theater kids are the Norway equivalent, I'm pretty sure, of the girl who starts the sh- uh, Scam Austin at season? The uh-huh. one who's talking yeah, about yeah, like, yeah. pressure in school? I think so. Because it's sort of this like odd duck character who pops in every yes. once in a while. Um, yeah, but. I, I mean, want, I want her to have I, more yeah. I was role. like, theater kids are fine, but Poonam is like my my yes, my, Poonam, my I forget her name. the best. Yeah, <laughs> she's my ray and she's my sunshine. I yeah. don't know. she's amazing. Yeah, no, no, she needs to be like a full fledged character soon. But um, yes, I think it is kind of. And then this is where we get our final Nurhelm of the scene season. of the season. Yeah, he like comes up behind her and yeah, my notes in here are very. Very contradictory uh-huh. because I'll be like, "Ugh, stupid William c- comes in," but I'm like, "But it's like stupid, but it's like stupid." <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of how Nora's feeling. <laughs> so you are the show is keeping you well in her point of view. Yes, and for the most part, like I think the first half of the conversation drives you crazy because he's uh-huh. all like, "Why are you playing hard again?" Right? Like you know, I'm just. Well, Freaking manipulating yeah, yeah. shit out he of her. Is so manipulative. Like, outright, like not even hidden. He says something like, "You know, you're a smart girl. You know, I'll never stop as long as you keep saying no. Yeah, yeah. So just go on a date with me." Yeah, and, and, that, and that's stop. and that's the problematic aspect that a lot of people don't like, right? Um, about their relationship because it is going to that beat. I think the problem is that that beat gets repeated a lot throughout the first half of the season, <laughs> right. uh, in season two. So, but we'll get yeah, to yeah. that. And like. And I, and I I know it's a trope that gets used a lot, uh-huh. but we also live in this age of Me Too, right? And times you know, up, times and, up, and yeah. like so, so it is kind of like there's a, there's a lot in me that I'm like I understand why why 
what trope he's supposed to be. I understand the appeal right. of that, but it also like makes me like uncomfortable for him to be right. so blatant about it and such and such an asshole about it. Yeah, <laughs> because there are. Because I think in real life, for some reason, the, this kind of trope gets painted in movies and even in books as romantic. Mm-hmm. And in real life, I don't think it is. I think it just, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, it just comes off as creepy and weird and not okay. Well, and I think one of my favorite tropes of all time is the, I don't know what it's called, I call it the love-hate. Um, right, right. And you mean like from... People who hate each other and then become yeah. integral to each other. But, yeah, yeah. But Which this, happens in real life, yeah. I think. I, but, I mean, and sorry. I was saying, this isn't quite that. Um, right. Which I think I would be more comfortable with it. Right, right, right. If it was that. Right. Uh, but it's not. So, uh, yeah, so that that I, first sort of half of the conversation, yeah. I have I, go ahead, sorry. mixed feelings about. Yes. Let's, let's say that. Okay. But I will say this in my challenging myself to be like positive and be like, what works about this? That actor who plays. Uh, William. You can call him Willem. It's fine. <laughs> I'm also, I'm call both him. are accepted. Yes, both are fine. Uh, the actor who plays William, he can, he he really pulls off, I think, the staring at a girl as if she is the only thing yes. in the universe yes. in that moment. And while in real life that's probably creepy, it is, like, appealing and charming in the show. Like, and, uh, well, it, it helps... It, uh, it softens the um, manipulation, kind yeah. of. Yeah. I, I think. I'm not, I'm not no, even well, sure. I was going to say, the one, I think I'm with you, because the one element that does work for me is how he walks off, which is when he says, fucking hell, you're so beautiful. Right. I'm like, I, be- I believe him. I, yeah. yeah. And so you don't, and there's just suddenly this realization of like, oh, he's not being malicious, I guess. But then it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, and like, that, and, and what I do love, though, is that Nora is, expect like, she, when when he's, like, oh, why haven't you answered my text? Uh-huh. She's, like, kind of, like, witty back, and she already, like, expects all these lines, and she's, like, whatever, she's prepared for it. But I love how off-balance she looks the moment yeah. that he's, like, yeah, fucking yeah. hell, you're so beautiful. Yeah. She's, like, she doesn't know how to respond to <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, and that is a moment that works for me a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Eva's face next to her, too, because uh-huh. she's just, like, Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just like, oh girl, like, oh dude, like she's she's like, she's like a. This is the best show on television. Yeah, exactly. She's what a, she's thinking. Amaz- she's a willing spectator of this entire thing. Yes. So um, that works for me a lot. Yeah. And Nora is so self-assured. It's reassured. It's uh, it's satisfying a little bit to see her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thrown off her game. Yeah. Uh, she's not. She's not like cowering uh, when he's. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. She's not. And, yeah. Um. And even when she's kind of thrown off her game, it's she's not. Yeah. Uh, it's more like, forward. yeah, it's more like breathless, I think, of like, oh, yes, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, Ooh, okay. Totally. Yes, that's uh, a good word, breathless. But she won't, I mean, that doesn't mean, this is not the moment where she's changing her mind uh, about him, but yes. but it is, you know, you can you can see the interest, You she, had not, she is acknowledging what we're acknowledging, which is, this is a hot guy who knows, like, and, and he's looking at me, and the attention, yeah is interesting. Yes, and it doesn't feel um, like a lie. Yes. The attention yeah, doesn't, doesn't feel, feel like, like a lie, lie. Yeah. for the first time yeah. in this season, I think, for me yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, and like, she knows who he is, she knows all about him, so it's not like she's gonna give him a chance anytime soon. I think we've talked about, wouldn't it be interesting to try to see this story from his point of view? Um, mm, yeah. Because I think the arc that they're trying to sell about him, which we're gonna talk uh-huh. about in season two, I mean, I think maybe that is part of it. Maybe that is 
what he's seen in his life about how people deal with oh yeah totally rejection and like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just think I just have a hard time buying it when I'm when I'm so in Nora's point of view. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is one of my or, problems with it. Yeah, or struggles with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I think we are supposed to understand he comes even at this point, even without having seen season two, we're supposed to understand he comes from a very rich family, and then you can like. And from the way he acts, I feel like he, we can extrapolate a lot about his upbringing, his parents' relationship with each other. The fact yeah, that yeah. he seems to have no, no one's ever said no to this guy. No one's ever, you know, no, there's no limits on him. No, not um, at all. And I, you know, there's a uh, empathetic version of that story, but it has to be yeah. earned. Which yeah, and I, 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 I want to reevaluate. Yeah, I, so I want to reevaluate re- re- his arc, how it works, what doesn't work about it, how much, how much to me, at least at this point, I'm just theorizing is tied to the fact that we are seeing everything from Nora's point of view. Yeah. And I think we are protective of her. Uh, totally. We, I think you always understand what he sees in her, because you're like, yes. Because yes, she's, she's amazing. amazing and smart uh, and beautiful. And then and I, I think you're just... Mature. You're, yeah, but whereas I think you ju- you just want the best for her, and it's, yeah. there's, there's just a part of you There's like a like, fear. But anyway, um, then they, uh, Eva and uh, Nora just walk out of the school and they run and say, Isaac. Uh, and it's very awkward. He's really weird about the whole thing. Uh, but he's like, we should talk. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's where... And that's where she did the scene. I was thinking uh, from, like, a, a screenwriter writing perspective. Um, it's interesting, I, I realize in this scene how often the show gets away with multiple things happening mm-hmm. in the scene. Yeah, Where yeah, yeah. you're usually, you're taught, I mean, on in some ways, every scene is doing multiple things. It's advancing the plot, it's advancing yeah, yeah. the characters, it's foreshadowing future things. But um, usually when you write, you want to stick to one event, yeah. one plot progression being advanced, and they do it in this show quite efficient, effectively yeah. to have, I mean, because they're all in school, so, like, running into each other isn't such a, you know, deus ex machina, like, Well, that's fair, and that's interesting, because sometimes you have the opposite problem, where you watch a scene, and you're like, this scene, that's nothing. Why? <laughs> Why, Why is it here? <laughs> Why is it here? So, uh, it's like a... A compliment to Julie that she oh, is totally. able um, to sort of juggle those things. And, like, yeah, like, it's a short scene, but it, it does, like, this, this, you know, the William and then Isaac scene, especially the Isaac part, is very short, but it sets up a lot. Yeah. Like, it's like, here's where their dynamic is at. Oh, they're going to meet later in the week. And uh, Nora gets informed about the fact that Isaac is in love with Eva. That's true. Allegedly. Yes. Which is going to be really important. Uh, uh, by the end. By the end. Yeah, so... Then we have the, like, most hilarious uh, doctor. I think it's my favorite of her scenes. It's hard to say because they're all amazing. The group goes to see the woman doctor. I think, I swear it's Dr. Skrull, but I, I think could it be is wrong. something that, I don't know why I've never written her name. It's, it sounds really yeah. familiar, though. I love, okay, Tiny Beat at the very beginning. Uh, they all walk in, and the doctor sees Sana, and goes, oh, you're new, salam alaikum. <laughs> Which is so funny in, to me in so many ways. On the one, first of all, acknowledging that this uh-huh. is the first time Tana's been there. Yeah, so which I... Which is like show continuity, A+. Yes. Plus. Oh my god, I, I, I was aware that it was the first time they had uh-huh. been there. But for some reason I had missed that she also, like... She oh, got, yeah. yeah, yeah, she gets... Oh my god, that's so... And then the hilarious awkwardness of her saying salam alaikum to her is <laughs> the best. Um, just, I... I've actually paused and thought about this, and I was like, why is this awkward? Is this racist? Do I feel uncomfortable because of this? Um, is it wrong for her to do it, to address 
Well, I guess it, mostly that comes from me not knowing when that phrase is appropriate. I know it's yeah. a greeting. I don't know if it's a greeting in all Muslim countries, I, or just in some, and because I don't know. Yes. I don't know if she knows. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's, that's such a fascinating question, because that was me watching season four. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, over yeah. Over and over and over, I was like... It deals a lot more with that. Yeah, yeah. obviously, because uh, it's not a season. There's a lot of me being like, but I don't... I don't know, and 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 even even when you do know something, like I feel like each person's relationship with their faith is also different. So I'm totally. like, I don't know, and and like plus they're Moroccan, and that's different from like the. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there is a lot of. Sorry, we had some technical problems. Yeah, technical difficulties. We were just talking about the um, cultural awkwardnesses encapsulated, capture encapsulated. Why can I not speak mm. right now? Uh, encapsulated in that moment where uh, <laughs> the doctor greets Sana with salam alaikum. Uh, but anyway, we the, the only thing that we talked about after that, I think. Oh no, you pointed out very in- smartly that it's Nura who. Um, yeah, so it's so it's Nura who then reveals to the doctor that um, that Eva's. Pre- I mean, not Eva. Sorry, Vilda. Is that Vilda is pregnant because Vilda can't get herself to uh, say it. Uh, yeah, which is good in character and good. Yeah, good and then writing. the doctor's response was, uh, "That went fast," <laughs> uh, which we said was very funny. Yes. Um, why am I talking in the past tense? Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, so it's it's funny and it's weird because it's like it's teen pregnancy, but yet somehow the way that um, the show handles. Yeah, it, I think it's one of the best things about the show is that tone it strikes where <laughs> we can laugh at bad, sad, awkward things in life, too, uh, which I think is part of the success of the show. I don't know. Um, um, yes. So then, turns out that... It was not a, a ovulation test. I mean, it was not a pregnancy, pregnancy test. test. It was an ovulation test. Yeah, so Vilda hands over the test, and then the doctor looks at it, and that's when she reveals that, yay, ovulation test, and uh, you're not pregnant at all, which is... Uh, really great writing, I think, because the like kind of standard classic joke is when you uh, in in shows or whatever that that the person has misread the pregnancy test. So it's mm-hmm. like two lines mean not pregnant, not pregnant, ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, in this one, they take it a step further, and they're like, it's not only did you misread it, it's actually the wrong product. Yeah, and you bought the wrong test. Yeah. Girl. You, you pointed out the thing about Italy. Oh uh, yeah, so I was I was thinking about uh, how in how this scene plays out in Scam Italy. Uh, so in Scam Italia, they do go to a doctor. I don't think it's the school doctor. I think it's somewhere else, but I, I can't remember. It might be the school doctor. Uh, and the the doctor like looks at it, and then eventually she's like, "Okay, so where did you get this this test?" Uh, and the the Vilda character is essentially like, "Well." I think she's like from from her cousin's bathroom or something, and the, the doctor goes like, "Well, is your cousin married?" Uh, right, right. Or trying uh, to have a baby. Or, or trying to have a baby or something, because this is not a pregnancy test, <laughs> an ovulation test. Uh, so I just thought it was interesting to see how like the cultural differences. I don't know if it means like I don't know how easy it is to like right. procure. Or is she just saying, "How could you possibly buy this in a store?" Yeah, and, and not realize what it's an ovulation test. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I I, I just find the, the those little differences are always fascinating yeah. in the different yeah, like, adaptations. What makes them choose to do to to include, to include that little detail. Do they think detail. it would make her look too stupid if she actually bought it in a store, or is it like difficult to procure in a store? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but yeah, so I thought that was an interesting. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like we were talking about Scam Austin and the fact that you don't really have 
a similar option, especially in a place like Texas. Yeah, uh, like maybe maybe if you were uh, in some other state, but in Texas, it's gonna be hard. Uh, yeah, to find. Yeah, even and then a, even a Planned Parenthood. Yeah, even, well, even a Planned Parenthood in Texas, even in Austin, like there's you're gonna have to deal with all of these political issues that are not really a part of the story that you are trying to tell. Uh, so uh, yeah, so they simplified it. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, so Vilda has a hard time processing the good news, and she's like, but I, I'm, I'm bloated, and not, I don't feel good. <laughs> to which, uh, basically, the doctor tells her, yeah, you have gas. You have gas. Because you don't eat, because you live, she's, she's, she is living on what I call a model's diet, which yeah. is essentially gum and caffeine. Yeah. And her cake is, uh, Coca-Cola, Coke. Uh, Diet Coke. Diet Coke, to be clear. of course. Uh, she's like, girl, you gotta eat because you're, you're full of gas. Uh, which I will say, that is one moment where I'm glad the whole girl squad is there because their faces are like, 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 Sana's the first to be like, and then Chris, and then eventually I think they all have to kind of like look away. <laughs> because the doctor says something like, you have to like let the fart come, come out of you. <laughs> and I mean, who doesn't love a good fart joke? Yeah, it was, and you know what? This is a classy as fuck fart joke. No, it is, it is so well done and it's funny but and, and it's like not short it like yeah, yeah. prolongs it goes on forever yeah, yeah. in such a good yeah. way i wouldn't say like i remember when i uh for when in the first couple of seasons the thing that got people excited about silicon valley was how good they were at dick jokes yes um, that is why i fell in love with that show. yeah <laughs> the greatest long-running dick joke i have ever seen worth it for that, 100%. It was so, it's so good. Guys, I, I know we're not telling it well enough, but look for the clip of it. It's hard to explain, you just have to watch it, and it is the holy grail of dick jokes. It's so well done. Um, yeah, I actually haven't seen the show in a while, but uh, I forgot yeah. about that, yeah. It's, it's so well done. Oh, and then I, I wanted to point out that I did look up who the world's youngest mother was. Oh, yes. And she, she was five years old, and she was from Peru. Um, and I, they, the Wikipedia article is pretty bare, actually, like. And you said it, so she's 80 now, which means it would have been in the 30s that it happened? I 40s? guess. I can't do that much math in my yeah. head. So, I don't, like, they, they had science. They were like, oh, we, they were like, oh, we think it's a tumor. And then they're like, no, she's seven months pregnant. And then they looked in there and they were like, oh, she has, like, fully, like, like, all, her, all of her sexual organs are, like, going. Um, it is so crazy. It is so crazy that uh, I mean, it must be like a one in a billion yeah, like, and that, freak of nature that that she was able yeah. at five. Um, but also, who's the father? That's what they could don't know. Oh shit! That is. Mm. And like apparently, like her dad got arrested for a little while, but then eventually they were that's, like, of that, course that's, what, you that's, that's what you would think. But yeah, no, there was no mention of it. That and is, she has, like, refused to, like, basically ever give an interview. And there were, like... I mean, I would, too. Yeah, and there were talks of it being a ho- hoax, but it seems like most people are like, no, there's there's pictures, and the pictures are legit, so... Of a pregnant five-year-old? Yeah. I haven't seen any of them, but <laughs> that's what the wiki said. Uh, man, that is... That is... I have so, so many feelings about that. So, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, and I... Let's move on, because <laughs> all I had was were question, more questions and no answers yes. when I looked it up. I was like, oh, this... this she should be interesting. Let's Google it. Yeah. No, more questions. Um, okay. So uh, as they walk out of the of the office, uh, kind of, Nora kind of like takes Vilda aside mm-hmm. and tries to 
Kind of like an intervention. Yeah, intervention. I know what you're doing with the food and all that. Like, it all relates to um, what we know so far about Vilda and her. Yeah, they've set this up. Yeah, they've set this up very well. And I think Vilda has been through a lot in the last, like, 24 hours (laughs) or 48 hours or whatever. Yeah. So she, she in a way, opens up too, but maybe not the way Nora wants. I know. And I was thinking also from a writing perspective, this is such a great moment because... Um, basically, she tells her, like, I know what you're doing, and Vilda says, uh, yeah, but you just eat chocolate and french fries, and you look like a supermodel, to which uh, Nora says, well, you you look like, you're beautiful, you look like a model, too, and she says, but not good enough, enough. which yeah. is a reference to William, yep. which is so good that in this, just, like, one scene prior to this, we saw William kind of make some headway. Yeah. Like, he kind of was, like, she had this moment of, like, maybe this guy is someone I should be interested in. Yeah. And then here Maybe there's comes, something here. Exactly, then here comes the scene to remind, I think in a really good way, us, the audience, and Nura, that he did a really shitty thing, and yes. that shouldn't be forgotten immediate, so fast, yeah. which I really, really yeah, appreciate. Not, not just because he's charming and hot, exactly. should we forget <laughs> the history of what he's done. Yeah, that which he is, has sex with girls, like, tags them which, with his yes, name. Which, which is actually, I'm glad we're talking about this, because it is something that I love. It is something that I've struggled with. Because I feel like most of the time, this bad boy trope is so popular, especially in teen shows, and I always love them. Like, I will, on a better, I, like, I am Team Damon, Team Spike, Team Logan. Team Spike, Team Logan! <laughs> always. But you cannot, if a show ignores its history, then it makes it harder and harder sometimes for you to, like, root for it. Like, that's why that's why I've had many discussions with Cherise about how I uncomfortable the, the character of Chuck eventually makes me on Gossip Girl. Right. Um, I think Logan, they do a pretty good job of yeah. acknowledging that, and that's why I, I still am okay with yeah, yeah, yeah. how I feel about him. It is a good distinction. Both Logan and Spike, Sp- Spike especially, you never... <sighs> They make an arc from being a shit heel to a good person. Yeah. They don't just sort of say like, "Oh yeah, that never happened." Yes. Uh, or that wasn't that bad yeah, yeah. because he's handsome. It's just like, yeah. it's like, no, he was a bad person and and did bad things. Yes. And you know, they then they have a period of cooling off or just being neutral, and then you're yeah. Ready whereas to, yeah, whereas I feel if you don't do the work, then then I'm suddenly I feel more, and that's why I that's why I still I bring up Damon because it is someone who like. Well, that's that's my problem with the Julie Plec, uh shows to a certain uh-huh. extent. Like, I love them and I love their characters. I think she makes like these really, really charming, terrible bad boys who do have an arc, but they're so evil. Right. <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, I watched. That it, it makes it hard sometimes. Yeah, I watched Vampire Diaries. I think for like a season and a half, maybe at least, definitely one whole season. Yeah. Um, but more than that, anyway. Uh, I never got to the point where Damon seemed like a redeemable character. Yeah, so like, I'm sorry. I, and I, and I mean, I still love him to uh-huh. a certain extent, but like, I mean, even with like the glimpses you, that I was, I remember getting of like, oh, he's actually like a troubled, he's very troubled and he's very conflicted over, it, and like this is a behavior he puts on as a self yeah, defense yeah. mechanism or whatever. I don't know. Um, he does some objectively horrific things, especially yeah. in a show like Vampire Diaries, where a character yeah, might kill other characters. Every, no, no, I I will never forget. There, they once had this like, you know, where you like light the like um like a candle and you it goes you you. Like that thing in Fro in Tangled, the oh uh the hot air like the 
fl- la- flying lanterns? Yeah, flying yeah. Lanterns? So flying, la- so they had like a ceremony for like, here's everyone we lost, and they like w- would name them, and then they would go off, and I would be like. And Damon was there, like, helping them. And I was like, 95% of the people they just mentioned were murdered by Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that show is incredible and weird and amazing. Again, it's one, it was my favorite show for, like, many a time. So I'm saying this from a place of love and a place yeah. where, like, Damon is still probably, like, my, like, top five characters from, right. from the show. That's hilarious. But, but yeah, it, it, it makes, I, it, I don't feel like they do the work as well as other shows, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, well, there's another show that you and I love that, um, it's not, I will say this, it's not just male characters that this happens to. There's another show that you and I love that has a prominent, well, a female character. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, should I say her name? I'll say her name. Echo, yeah, in the hundred, who uh, is a villain for four seasons, three seasons maybe. Yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, let's say two and a half. Um, that she's in the show for two, two and a half seasons, and she's a villain for two, for those yeah. two and a half. Who is, who is again, objectively like tries to murder people, actively like, murders, murders people, people, murders like a whole community of people, in yeah. fact, and destroys all the like, legacy heritage of human race. Yeah. Uh, this is not exaggeration. This is actually what happens. She blows up the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then in... We start a new season, and there's a, t- a time jump. And we're basically told, oh, she's good now. She's good now, and she's dating the male lead, which... That's fine. I think that could be a fascinating arc, but if you don't see it... It doesn't mean it anything doesn't work. to yeah. me. It's just, like... Uh, a what the hell? Okay, yeah, eighty shit. Yeah, and you can't just—that's not how storytelling works. You can't just tell me over and over again he's good now. It's yeah, fine. Don't yeah. worry, she's good <laughs> yeah. now. Don't worry about it. Uh, so yeah. So what I'm saying is, I guess I appreciate this show for acknowledging that—that that that's not enough. Yeah. Uh, whether or not they're able to execute it in season two, that's what we're gonna talk about soon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that, and that's kind of why I think we are challenging ourselves to be like, okay, let's 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 like, not. Be judgy. Let's not be judgy and just say we dislike it. Yeah. Let's try to figure out what works and doesn't work yeah. for us. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So that's how we're yes. sort of... And also there's a precedent for us being okay with bad boys. Yes, exactly. Not... Again, my OTP is Logan and Veronica. <laughs> and he, ha- he like, orchestrated, like, homeless people fights in episode three. <laughs> so, like, you know. But, like, that's the whole conflict of the relationship, or at least, like, for a good season. Yes. Um, is Veronica being like, you're a really shitty person, yet I kind of like you. Yes. And how do I make that work? How yeah. do I, what does that say about me? This is, yeah, this is a character introduced as the obligatory psychotic jackass. Right. right. Uh, so. Right. That's an actual character description that somebody yeah. says of him. Yes. I have a mug that says it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, so, anyway. So it's not like we're against it yeah. to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can open our hearts up. Man, we talk a lot about Wilhelm. <laughs> <laughs> or William. William. Because, um, because I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to be like, stay stick around for season two, guys. It's going to be great. Yes, there's a lot of juicy stuff to talk about. Yes. I will say that. Um, I just want to point out one quick line at the top of this scene as they're walking out of the, doc- the nurse's office, the doctor's office. Uh, Chris yells, yay, we'll not be having, we will not, not be, be having, having a baby. baby. Which is so good and, like, made me tear up a little. Yes. Uh, like, yes, girlfriends, like, squads. Yeah, the solidarity that these girls have for each other. In the, and, and the, I mean, it's only been a couple months. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful and I love it. And, yes. um. Always watch it. Yes, and I agree. That's why this season has such a special place yeah. in my heart because that opening scene where they're cooking breakfast, I was like, "You can just make a season out of this. I'll watch it. I swear." <laughs> <laughs> the four girls yeah. cooking breakfast together, and and it's amazing. Um, okay, 
So then, so then we are Eva and Isaac. Yes. Um, oh yeah, the, meet the up actual, to talk. Like main plot of this episode, of yeah. this season. Yeah, is, yeah. Is they meet up. Kind of they meet smaller. up to talk, and I was like, man, anytime Isaac's on a bench, shit is gonna get real. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's true. <laughs> He's the bench guy. He's the bench guy. Um, uh, and uh, it's a very interesting conversation. Yes, I wrote that in capital letters because basically she's confronting him about the cabin trip and about lies and like just wanting to know what he knew when when he, when he knew it. and why he did what he did given what he knew and how he feels. Yeah, and I will say. You know, this scene goes a long way to rehabilitating him from from the first. He's season. he's he's very honest, or as honest as he can be at this moment. Yes, there's one big thing he's hiding, obviously, yeah. but um, but he he seems very very genuine when he says. I, I, I kind of could see from his perspective. You know, it was it was um, him him saying that Jonas told had prom- made him promise not to. Not to not so, to tell her about the the weed. the weed and so so then I'm like oh I get it from his perspective like he's very caught in a trap yeah uh, like and he, like he has yeah. no good options and he and he has a well, way he of does, yeah but. he does he, he he did not have to act the way that he does yeah, like, yeah we are yeah. not an Isaac apologist here we no, we lovingly right. call him a snake um <laughs> but you can understand also how he can justify himself in yeah. some of the decisions that he makes because. Jonas is always Jonas is always going to be number one, and he's like, "Well, this is what you told me to do, so so I, I'm right. just following." Right, and you kind of get this saying, right, and then and then also like he's torn between I really like Jonas and I want him to myself, but Ava is my friend and yes. I want to hurt her, and I think yeah. you can feel suddenly I looked back on the events this season and I thought like. Oh, he was trying to navigate those waters yes. the best he, he knew. Could, which is why when he's like, well, what about when you, when, when she's like, well, what about when you told me to talk to Ingrid? And he's like, that was just bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was literally him trying to make the best of the situation. Yes, and he was exactly. Like, no, I, I shouldn't have done it. Like, yeah. that was bad. Yeah. Right? And, and that was and, good. And, yeah, and that was good. It. Yeah, he owned he it. owned it. I, I love the revelation about, like, well, why didn't you just tell Eunice about Chris? He's like, because Jonas was so in love with you, yeah, that he would have just forgiven you. That broke my heart. Yeah. Also, I'm really happy that then Ava calls him out on it and is like, "You know, that sounds crazy." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and that's where like his own shame and secret and whatever. Yeah. That's what it really plays it, into. Yeah. And that you can't. Like, if she knew that piece of the story, she would. It wouldn't it understand. Would, it yeah, better. she wouldn't forgive him, but it would. I think it would. It, it would be a different conversation. It would yeah. be different emotion she, she, all around. Yeah, she may at least have been able to like empathize. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so I think just like he didn't want to hurt her, and then I did like her line, "Karma's a bitch." At least yes. I know what Ingrid felt. Must, must have felt like, which I yes. really like because it acknowledges both her role and everything. And also, you know, it's interesting you said she wouldn't have forgiven him. I don't know that she doesn't forgive him. Yeah, that's um, true. Um, maybe things are not the same. Yeah, and, and I, probably never will be. And I think that's what that's kind of what we get a little bit for the rest of the show, like, they'll never be what they were here right. uh, in the first season, and it will take them a while to sort of even be, I think, open to the idea of, hey, let's hang out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't think, I don't think she's mad anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And then we come to uh, the saddest scene. Well, well, we have the little moment where oh, Eva me. sees Eunice with, with, oh, yeah. with oh, my his God. sister. <laughs> this show. Uh, and is- she calls him. And they pick up, and she's kind of teasing him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's like, because he's with his, he's with a girl. We don't know who she is. And then the girl says something, and then she's like, "Who's that? Oh, it's my sister." I promise, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She like, she's acting kind of play acting paranoid because she yeah, can yeah. see them. And she yeah, knows she can see she them. Is. He does. He doesn't know that she's yeah. watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a 
lovely detail. Yeah. Um, it was such a sweet scene, and this, like, the show, uh, in a great way, in the way shows are supposed to, kind of pushes you around emotionally yes. as an audience so much, and this is actually a really crucial scene to set up the next one. Yes. Um, but basically, she also says to him, uh, you remember you told me to call you when I knew who I was? Who I was? I th- yeah. Um, well, let's meet. Yeah. Let's meet. So uh, they, this is when they sort of make their plans yeah. to meet up. Um, I will say, vaguely, I was like, am I being very hypocritical in... She, she's kind of being a little, like, manipulated by watching him and then, like, call, and I know it's a joke and she's kind of smiling. I mean, a little bit, but her face throughout it all, it's like she's looking at him with such love. Oh, clearly, that clearly. It, that I, it doesn't Do you know bother it was, me. It was literally that moment where, um, where she asks him, she's like, are, are you with some, or she asks, who is that? And then she's, and then she asks a second question that she didn't believe his answer. And he's like, no, no, I swear, I swear. And he's so sincere and, like, Sounding, seeming like um, someone who has been t- suspected of cheating, and then like needs to um, needs to make it clear. Like, no, 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 I really, I promise. Like, it matters to him uh-huh. that she believe him. And that moment, I was like, is this kind of like a, a milder version of William? And I'm being hypocritical right now. Mm, I don't care, <laughs> even if it is. Yeah, I, maybe I hadn't thought maybe. of it that way. That's interesting. I don't know. There was just something about I can't put my finger on it. Um, where I was like, not hypocritical because she's a girl, but just hypocritical because we're in her point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all part of me trying to be nice towards William. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really overcompensating. Over yes. There. And we're like, guys, we don't hate him, okay? I want, I want Norham listeners, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, what's that called? Pandering? <laughs> yes, yes. Pandering, maybe. Uh, just so you know, we get all. Uh, uh, we we wanna yeah we want Norham listenings because we think you're fascinating. Um, we like Eva and Yunas. We're so so if you like Eva and Chris, we can talk about that later. But we're not necessarily team Eva and Chris. Oh uh, no! Yeah no. no. Uh, we like our evac. I mean, and I like Sana and Yusuf, even if there's not enough of them. Yes. Yeah, they're the, yeah. I would say those are the big yeah. ships of the show that yeah, I yeah. get behind. I mean, the ca- cannon ships. Yeah, cannon ships. Um, um, yeah, okay. yeah. So now this is it. This is like the heart of the episode and the season. Oh my god, I'm not ready for this. So <laughs> I cried watching this with you. I cried again watching it today. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so basically, so you and us and Eva finally meet up. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and it's like it's a very, very emotional scene. It's mm-hmm. a very well edited scene. I just wrote edited. Yes. So basically, it's them talking. It's two scenes intercut with each other. They're mm-hmm. talking about their relationship, looking kind of looking back on it, and what and what Ava wants to do or what yeah. they should do. Yeah. The, yeah. The beginning is is pretty sweet and straightforward. Yeah. They're kind of reminiscing about the first time that they kissed. They kissed. And then uh, intercut with that slowly and then escalating in frequency is uh, scenes of them ba- breaking up. Yes. Like she's crying, he's, you know, sort of touching her face softly. Um, and then they have breakup sex, which mm-hmm. is so, like, the saddest sex has to be breakup sex. And, yeah, it, it so, it's so well done, so tasteful, yes. so... Um, yeah, and the the pacing of it, like like you're saying, like 
between like uh, the scenes of them in bed and then the conversation and like how it kind of like fluctuates and then suddenly we're, there's more of one yes. until it takes. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's no, really it's well. well done. It's and really when, well done. Yeah. When the, and the, when the scene starts, of course, you're kind of hoping like, oh, maybe they'll patch it up. And then in the exact right moment, they insert the cry, her crying, and you're like, oh, this isn't gonna end well. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, it's really well done. Also on a writing level, it stood out to me. Uh, and yet another scene that stood out to me. I loved when she asks him, um, do you remember the first time we kissed? And I, suddenly in my head I was like, he, so, so he starts answering, he talks about, talks about it from his perspective, and in my head I was like, man, I bet I would have been tempted, as, as a writer myself, to write it, to have her answer that question, to have her tell the story. Yeah. And then I realized it's so much better coming from him because, pres- like, we're in her head she knows her own story. She yeah. doesn't need to tell it. Um, we need to hear it from him. And I don't know. It was just such a good decision to have that be structured like that. No, yeah. um, but it's it's also just a really great moment for her too, as a character, because she's able to. You know, when they the last time that they had a serious conversation, it was their first breakup scene, and it was rightly so. Yunus's moment to speak, like yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He was the hurt party. Yeah, like it was his moment to shine. Uh-huh. But now, you know, enough time and distance and self-reflection, she's like, okay, well, now now you get to listen to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great that she gets to say basically, like, what you accused me of, which is that I only liked you because you were cool, cool is really unfair mm-hmm. because I lost everything. She gave up everything yeah. for him. She chose him and... And I love the way she says it was a really stupid choice. Yes, that's such a <laughs> great moment because she's recognizing that it, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not trying to tell him, because he's, obviously you can see in his face, his like first reaction is like, whoa. She's not trying to tell him, I, reg- I regret it. I regret it. Yes. Or I don't love you. Yes. That's a completely different thing. Yes. It's so nuanced and complex, like, emotionally, of how these things can all coexist at once. Mm-hmm. The voice that I do love you and I don't regret it, but it was a stupid decision. Yeah. Not just because it cost her her friends, though that's a massive part of it, but because of what it cost her of herself. Yeah, and made her feel like shit. Yes. And she's like, that's not, that's not who I want to be. Yeah, she says something like, um, I... I mean, it made me feel bad, and it made her feel paranoid, because yep. if he did it to Ingrid, maybe he would do it to it's her. her. Um, and then she, maybe she, and she even says, maybe I would have deserved it. Yes. Something to that effect. Yeah, because she hates herself. herself. She yeah. thinks, yeah. And, so, um, and then she became, she says, I became insecure and desperate, which yeah. is calling herself out yeah. uh, in a great way. And just, yeah. So, like, I it. mean, in a way, there, she's giving him the reason. She's like, you were right. I was paranoid, and <laughs> yeah. I was desperate. Yes. But it was, but it all traces back to when I chose you, right? And that, like, maybe starting a relationship with your best friend's boyfriend, no matter how much you like each other in the moment, isn't the healthiest foundation to start. And and I think that's what she's saying. I'm thinking that's why she's like, that's why she makes the call essentially of we have to break up, right? Because this is what our relationship is founded on, and I don't see right how how we can how. It, not from this. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing's gonna change if we yeah. stay together right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I still can't be that person for you. A little bit. I thought the phrasing of one of her sentences was odd, and I wonder if it's a translation thing. Um, I think the way it's translated in the subtitles, it says, "I had to find out my what my own opinion is," and I thought like 
that's interesting. I because I thought part of her speech to him was basically to say it's not that I don't have my own opinions. That's what he accused her of. So it seemed a little bit like a step back. But I wonder if what actually she says, I think it is. I have to find out who I am without you. Yeah, I think I think that's what it's implied. Yeah, but yeah. again, I, I mean, I think so. That's what certainly certainly what I'm gonna take choose to take out of it. Um, yeah. So that's. I, I mean, anything else you want to say about that conversation? Um, just that "Take Me to Church" is the best uh, well, song to have. Well, uh, I was I was actually going to mention that too, <laughs> but also because when we were talking about that sort of like humor that the show has, uh-huh. uh, yeah. it has been set up like a minute before that "Take Me to Church" was the song that Jonas was waiting for as a sign to kiss her yes. and it didn't play in the radio. Yeah. So so on the one hand, yes, it's a perfect choice, but on the other hand, it also kind of makes me laugh because yes. I'm like, good job, show, good job. Yes, it's so, it's so that, good. That is like the score it, to their breakup and, and I think it would be too sort of simpering and like, I don't know, um, cheesy. Yes. Without it. Without it. Yeah, it yeah. works. Yeah. I so I was I had like I said I had seen this episode beforehand because we had planned to do it before and then we didn't have time or whatever. Uh-huh. So I was looking at some of my notes and I was like, what does this even mean? But, <laughs> and I was just said, so sad and in love. That was like my oh. note for the scene. <laughs> that is actually a perfect summary of the scene. To uh, be fair. So so, so sad and so in love. Yeah. So sad and so in love. Um. And yeah. And I think it. I don't know if it ends, but. The, the the kind of like what you're saying like the the tears is something that really struck mm-hmm. with me because it is so kind of beautifully yeah. done um in my never ending uh adoration of, <laughs> at this point canonization of um, Sarah Teague I think of Lisa Sarah, Lisa Lisa I say Sarah yeah Lisa Teague um is there, there's a moment where she says um he asks her so do you want to break up and she says yes and so much emotion happens in her face. And yet, objectively, I think if we just showed that clip with no context around it, she would just look like... I mean, I think it would just look like a girl not that different from her character in Scam Austin, sort mm-hmm. of like a... not a very outgoing, mm-hmm. emotionally person. And yet, uh, that actress has so much life um, and like emotion in her eyes that when when you see it, it conveys just everything. She doesn't need to say anything except yes for it to, <laughs> for, for us to understand everything yeah. that she's um, feeling feeling and thinking, yeah. And and the difficulty of saying yes to that question. I don't think, I don't think even there is a straightforward yes. It's just, it's just a really beautiful breakup scene and it's one of the things that I find so fascinating about this season. Every other season is either about a love story or mm-hmm. has a love story, um, and it and like it all it's the traditional building to the getting together. I uh-huh. mean, even even when it's not necessarily happily ever after, like two and three, like they get together, but that's not the but end necessarily. Right. There's, there's more, and then and then whatever, and then you don't know what's gonna happen. Uh-huh. This is this whole season builds towards breakup, right? Uh, and. It's just fascinating yeah. to me how satisfying and how emotional that yeah. whole thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We should tell Joe, who I think listens to our podcast, hey, Joe. <laughs> to watch the show because I bet he would like it, given our conversation about cr- the ending of Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, 
and, and I remember the first time you watched it, you were like, please tell me that they end up together. Yes, I was so sad. Because and even as you're seeing them, like, cry and be like, this is, feels like the most important thing in the world, as they're, like, breaking up, you're like, but, but, but you will get back together, right? Yes, and we get a couple of moments of them, I think, in the rest of the seasons where they are friends, and we yes. just sort of see them hanging yeah. out. And it is, I, I love it, I love that they can do that, they are that, and I kind of made my peace with, like, oh, they'll just be good friends as they grow up. But watching it this episode, this scene today, in my head, I was like, I'm just going to say in my head that after they go to university and have, like, a few years living their lives as, like, young adults, they come back together and they realize... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're actually perfect for each other. Yes, um, and then they live happily ever after. I'm team them for sure. In my head, that's what happens. Okay, so I think that's the end of that storyline. Yeah. yeah, I do like that they uh, seem to they show up at the Christmas party together, together. which is yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Uh, so now we have our final sort of like setting slash scene of the season, which is at the tree lighting ceremony. Yep. Yeah. So we arrive with uh, Yunus yeah. and Emma. They. It's, Say goodbye to each other. Yeah, um, and then from there on, we see her with friends. We see yeah, him she's with she's friends. with the she's with the girls. Like they, everyone's kind of like yeah, everyone's there basically. Yeah, uh, she Eva then. Um, oh, Eva has a nice little like wave to Eben, and Eben waves yeah, back. Yeah, Eben waves back. Sweet. Yeah, there's just... And a little bit later, like, she and Ingrid greet each other. Yeah. Which, so uh, everything is kind of coming yeah. back to peace. Yeah, um, Ingrid and Eva say, like, like, Merry Christmas to each other. So, like, you know, like, things things are working out. Yeah. Um, at this, <laughs> and then, so this is, this is, like, the big sort of, like, reveal. Well, <laughs> Maria, they're going to switch up one thing. Uh... She, Eva also tells Isaac that she and Yosef yeah, so broke up. yeah, so Eva tells Isaac that they broke up. Uh huh. And just his expression, I as much as I am in love with Sarah Teague, he that uh, I don't know his name. Who plays Isaac? Um, Tarje. Oh yeah, something very. He has three names. He has three names. He has, um, he has like yeah. In any case, he is so good too because in that moment, <laughs> there's this like battle on his face between. I am sad about this because I like Eva yeah, and she's yeah, my yeah. friend, but also and like, also because like and I acknowledge that Yuna is hurt by this. Yes, like, yeah, and that these two, yeah, ha- we're good for each other. Yeah, and, yeah, but also there's this like undercurrent of like joy, joy. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. It's so good. It's so good. I can't get over it. Uh, um, yeah, so, and then at this point, Nora shows up, she's looking for Vilden, and then this is, like, didn't, didn't we, they tell us, like, at AFI that, like, you can only have, like, one coincidence or something for, yes. like, that the, the audience will only buy we'll one. Will accept, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they were like, this is it, guys, because, because, <laughs> uh, Nora shows up and she's like, I'm looking for Vilda, but my phone's out of battery, Eva, and I was like, out of battery, too. I know. And Nora's like, damn, that technology. <laughs> yeah, they try to lampshade it, you yeah. know, by, like, calling it out. Yeah, um, yeah, and then and then this is like he. Sometimes I love. I feel like you don't get enough of this, especially because in season three, like Isaac is so angsty all the time. Uh-huh. But I love his like satisfied smirk face. He's just like, here's my phone. Oh, I got a phone. He's I, not gonna be satisfied yeah. and smirking in like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives Eva the phone. Uh, I mean, sorry, Nora the phone, which is really nice of him because he doesn't even really know Nora at this point. Yeah, nor does he have Vilda's phone number, it turns <laughs> out. Um, which I guess is, I was wondering, okay, anyway, I'll get to that in a second, but keep, keep talking. Yeah, so anyway, Nora takes the phone, uh, Isaac sort of wanders over to his best friend Eunice, uh-huh. and we think that's the end of that. Yep. And then, um, anything else you want to say about or should we talk about William? 
Oh, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess that's, that's where William comes in. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, so then William comes up to Vilda. Vilda, and Eva has found her. So it's like just at the right time. Yes, that's another Vilda. like coincidence. Yeah, of the and scene. she's like, um, and that's when William walks up to Vilda. Yeah, and tells her, uh, kind of not apologizing exactly, but saying, "Remember that thing when I told you you weren't enough? Well, I was wrong, and don't let any me or any other asshole tell you otherwise." Yeah. Um, which I'm just gonna, like, accept as truthful and not manipulative in an effort to get to Nora. But, uh, I just feel want like to. I want to, too, and I don't, And but here's my thing. I feel like, due to the other adaptations, it, it where it feels much more blatant that Nora has talked him into oh, saying so this. This uh, was their intent. I don't know. God, I, I don't like that at all. Um, I don't, and it, and then, and then, then, then it's a moment where I wish we weren't stuck in Ella's point of view because maybe that is a fascinating conversation. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe she does find him, and but you know what? I would even be okay with like if he is saying this to Vilda because, like, in an effort to prove that he's a yeah he's a better person. Yes, now. exactly. Or or, or she's he's like trying to earn Nora's respect like I can, yeah I can even, do like that. even like I mean, a callback to like okay so we, we had that scene where Vilda like sort of quotes him back and then let's say right after this this is my fan fiction right <laughs> after this Nora then bumps him to William and he goes at his thing again and then she's like you know why I could never date you because of this or this or this right uh, and that feels to me much more organic and then him. if we're since we're in the fi- fan fiction we can like then be also in his head and in his head is actually a little thing that goes Huh, if I'm gonna get this girl that I want, I have to actually be a decent person. What, how can I start making yeah, that happen? Step one for her to notice. So yeah. I don't know. I think my original. Or even for me to be yeah, a better person. My original reading of it too was kind of more that way of like, this is gonna get back to her, and that's what I want. Right. But now the other adaptations have colored it a little bit where it feels a little bit more blatant of. Vilda Williams has something he wants to tell you. Uh, right. So I don't know, but I don't, want I I want it to come from or like him. You know, I guess my ideal version, <laughs> for what it's worth, is something in between the two, where it's not that she tells him explicitly, "You need to apologize to Vilda, I need to make her feel better," or whatever, and it's but it's also not like an empty sort of I know what'll make her like me yeah, yeah. if I'm if I say this to her idiot friend yes uh, yes I don't want it to be an empty gesture yeah. that's the that's the bottom line yeah uh, Any which way you if color it. for me to ever love William it can't just be an empty gesture yeah. it has to mean something so I'm going to read it to I'm, some yeah. extent I'm just gonna say that there is sincerity in what he's saying yeah that he means it and that it's he's not doing it because it'll win Nora's affection, but because he wants to be a better person. Yeah, and that's to the first, earn yeah, her affection. And that's the first step towards it. And yeah. to be fair to him, I don't think we ever see him treat anyone that way ever again. Like once he gets his mind True, probably, on Nora, yeah. it's pretty much Nora. Right, right, right. For the rest of the time that we know him as a character. Right. So, you know, maybe maybe that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he he turned a new leaf is what I'm going to say. At the end of season one, kind of happens off screen. That's fine because it's not his season. Uh, and I'm just going to headcanon that. Yeah, well, well, and that's, and that's it's one of the challenges of, like, it's fascinating that we get to watch a show 
in a character's point of view. Yeah. But, you know, you have to stick to it. So yeah, it yeah, is yeah. one of the challenges of, yeah. of the storytelling that and you're why, trying to do. Yeah, and why you end up with, like, different interpretations of characters I and mean, situations. And maybe why Scamitalia makes Eduardo, like, be much more friendlier right, with to, the girls. to Eva. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to start soon uh, their new season. Up. So you should catch up because they've been the the Eva character has been posting on Instagram. Oh, fun! So I think I think they're going to their second season. They're going to the second season. It's going to be Isaac's season. Martino. Martino, with more time for the William to <laughs> to be I cool. think I think that's what everyone's hoping. That's the theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. And so basically, William walks away like he does. He's really good at walking away <laughs> yeah. with like shocked faces. He really loves that. He's like yes. You would drop my guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like is the bench guy. William is the drop my guy. And he's very guy. good at and he will have many more of those moments coming up. Yeah. Um, so that's that's <laughs> so dramatic. Like, and he, he I don't think he's he so ever extra. says goodbye. He's like No I yeah. don't have to say goodbye. You got it. <laughs> he just Yeah. Turns and walks off. Uh we got we get one more sort of moment then of Eva sort of like looking around. And Pinterest Chris winks at her. Oh yes, setting up a potential future. <laughs> She's not going to be a nun. Let's just say. Yeah, yeah, guys, don't worry. Uh, she she's going to mend her broken heart. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, and then Nora comes back to Eva, and she's like, she's still holding um, Isak's phone, and then uh, Eva's like wants to catch her up on the William thing. She's like, oh my god, you won't believe what happened. I'm uh-huh. paraphrasing, but... Yeah, no, funny. actually, I think that is what she says. Uh, and then Nora's like, no, 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 no. I have, like, the biggest reveal right now, and I must share it with you, Eva. <laughs> uh, that's what her face says to me. Uh, <laughs> and You've been and, waiting all season for this, yeah, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> and then Nora, basically, still holding the phone, is like, hey, Eva, remember when you told me that Isaac was in love with you? Uh-huh. And then I think... I don't think they're still, they're looking at them at this point yet. Maybe they are. Um, but anyway, uh, Eva's like, uh-huh. And then Nora's like, I don't think it was you he was in love with. No. And, and then, then she, insert. Insert the phone <laughs> that has, like, a bunch of, like, tabs into his internet browser, which I don't know what she was doing. Like, you okay, so that's what I wanted to ask. Why the hell was she yeah, doing yeah. internet browser? Okay, so that, but let's finish the thought. Yes. Uh, and it's full of, like, gay porn websites. Yes. Uh, so they're both like, <gasps> And then they both turn to look at uh, Jonas and Isak, who are, like, standing by the the tree, like, next to each other. Like, and Isak is, like, and, hard yeah, eyes. Yeah, at, like, looking at uh, him, like, oh, you're the... And that's when the pieces click into place for Eva, Eva and, and everyone. everyone. And they're like, oh, my God! <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but, yes, so my biggest issue always with this reveal, and that's why I think Scam Austin did it differently... Uh-huh. It's like, why the heck is she... Why the hell is she checking his internal browser? So, I was wondering if maybe that's the point of the line, do you have her number? Uh-huh. Where, like, maybe they're trying to set up that he doesn't, so she has to look it up. Because both that line is... That line by itself is completely unimportant yeah, yeah. and unnecessary. As it, and, and the fact that she's in his browser is totally weird. Yeah, right? So I was like, maybe that's what that's supposed to indicate. I have no idea. 
I'm just gonna say that's what it is. She's gonna like log into like, Facebook or something. Like it's just like nothing about yeah, nothing about her. Maybe yeah, like it have been, but nothing about her personality. Like maybe she was trying to like yeah, message her or something. Right. But nothing about her personality has set her up as someone who like who would like go looking through a person's phone. No. Because like there there are people who would do that. Yes. And um, not Nora. Yeah. I, Vilda. I, yes. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Like I was the person in college who like their friends would be like, hey, can you change my? Okay. So. You know how people go into, like, oh, I'm going to close my Facebook. So, um, in, in college, at least, what we would do is uh, we'd be like, hey, I'm going to give you my Facebook. Can you change the password so that I don't have access to it? This is, like, during finals. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that, like, I still exist as a person on Facebook, but no one else, like, but I can't access it. Yes. So I That's was a good like, strategy. Yeah, so I was the person who, like, people would trust me with their Facebook because they didn't think that I was going to be, like, snooping, snooping around. Yeah. Which I never did. Catfishing something. Yeah, that, no. <laughs> So anyway, Nora doesn't. Nora seems like that person. Like I'm gonna give you my Facebook password, person. Yeah, not the person who's gonna look at your like browser. She seems super trustworthy, like a vault, never going to. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, so, not so I one. have always had some issues with that, with the reveal. Yeah. But then the reveal is also like, oh my god. Uh, so I think it works. The, the tab that's open that is most prominent is so funny. Is just butts. <laughs> Look, in we, case you didn't get it. Hey, guys, we have seen Isaac's browsing, like, uh, Oh, yes, like, that's true. Uh, he's and, very into that. And for, yeah, when, for a millennial, he's very little. He's like, this, this, like, I feel like he yeah. doesn't quite figure out all the tricks of Googling yeah. stuff. <laughs> or, like, a privacy browser. Or a privacy <laughs> I know, I'm like, that dude. <laughs> or, like, erase your tabs if you're going to head, well, though, I guess... Who that? Who you don't think someone's gonna, gonna look, look in at your... into your fucking phone? But yeah, yeah you probably you probably shouldn't. Like I don't know. <laughs> what if your phone is connected to some Bluetooth and then it starts? I'm just saying. That's yeah. All kinds of crazy shit can happen. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So yeah. So that's that's pretty much where we end the season on. We end yeah. the season on the reveal that Isak's shame or yes. secret. We'll yes. call it shame. Uh, well, it, to him it's shame. I mean, is that uh, he is in love with his best friend? Yeah. And then suddenly, like, you have to. And that's why this season also works in a rewatch, because suddenly you have to watch everything with new eyes in terms of Isak and his motivations and all of his interactions with the three of them. Yeah, totally. Uh, I saw this, I saw his character in this season probably 180 degrees different than when I first watched it. Yeah. Um, And it was just as enjoyable. Yeah, and and I I think I agree with that. I think I remember your original reaction of like, why do you love him? (laughs) (laughs) Because he is my favorite character and I like will acknowledge that a hundred percent but yeah he's he's not he's not the he's not easy to love uh during always during the season because yeah because there's everything is his fault a little bit yeah uh so so, uh, yeah so that's an interesting way to finish it and then and then this it cuts to the credits but then the song that plays is also amazing oh yeah it's something like well it's I mean the lyrics are uh gay bar gay bar we're gonna take you to a Yeah, so Gay Bar by Electric Six. Uh, it's a great choice. Yeah, and that's like. It's a hilarious, like, charming way to end the to end the season. season. And to set up the fact that next season should, is. Oh, no, no, it's not. not. Yeah. They next missed season, it. They, they missed the opportunity. Well, there's people who skip season two. We're not going to skip season two and just go to season three because it is kind of perfectly. It does seem like it's. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of like perfectly. Um, That's so true. I'm going to uh, 
be really. I, I've forgotten what how much. I mean, I don't think he's very much in it in season two, Isak. But now I'm gonna like be curious to see how how much he's in it and what he's doing. He's not in it that much, but uh, he does become Eva's obsession a little bit. Eva and Nora's about whether or not he's gay. Like when they do talk about him, right. it's more just in that way, and right, they're always right. like observing. Right. Um, so yeah, so how that, to out him, or I mean, how not not, not wanting to out him, him but, but yeah, yeah. wanting to know. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's season one. Ta da! Oh, I will miss you, season one. What a good show! Such a good season. Everyone's great. Um, the girl squad probably is the best squad. As much as I love all the other squads, it's just the foundation of them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so the first thing well done. It's you the fall first in thing love they, with. they fall in love with. Yeah, and they're all so distinctive, amazing mm-hmm. characters. And they're for each other when they need yeah. to be. And when their actor schedules allow them, them to be. To be. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, one other random thing I noticed watching this episode for some reason that I haven't noticed before, and this is like super filmmaker nerdy and like no one's going to care, but I enjoyed it, is I noticed how often they shoot, um, they're using, I think, I think it's long lenses, it's been mm-hmm. a while since I was in film school, but basically, so very often, especially the girl squad when they're together, in the Christmas scene, in the breakfast scene, the subject is in focus, and then the depth of field is very narrow, mm-hmm. yeah, and so yeah. everything is extremely out of focus, yeah, yeah. which creates this like lovely, like twinkling, soft background. Um, and I think it's part of the. It's definitely a strong part of the aesthetic of the show. Yeah, and uh, it's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, it is well done. I think you're right, and I think I think they do use it throughout. Like now, I'm picturing season four and. Uh, yeah, I think it's definitely part of the kind of natural. It, it, it's straight because it's actually not naturalistic, but um, you would think like a straight focus yeah. <laughs> or the most. But uh, but part of that like sort of camera, like a person in the room with them quality to it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Final thoughts. I really do love Ella, and I am sad that she will never be as important. She, yeah. She really is like short change than the yeah. other seasons. She, she fades much more into the background, and I think a lot of the depth that we understand about her, I don't know, yeah, it gets, like... Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're kind of meant to assume she's off, like, learning, figuring yeah, herself out, out by partying a lot. I mean, I do like that it's... it's She is the exact opposite from now on. She's the exact opposite of what she says she was to him. She's yeah, neither yeah. desperate nor uh, clingy, or him or what phrase she uses. But she's very happy, not paranoid, like, do what you want, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just living life, loving life. Yep. Yeah, so I, I appreciate mean, she, that. I she mean, is, she is still great. She's just, there's less of her, and I miss her. Yeah. We will miss you, Eva. Yeah. For sure. So, I'm going away on uh, vacation now. So, I think we decided to kind of take a break while I'm gone. Yeah, I, I think, think that's the easiest. Recording from the other side of the world will be a it will be hard harder uh, yeah uh, so yeah we're gonna take a f- like a month off probably like yeah. start back start back up in October and we'll tackle season two I think we're going to figure out a slightly different format to do it because the episodes get a lot longer in season, season two, two so yeah. like going like scene by scene is probably not yeah we be. we might do like topic by yeah, topic or character we're, yeah, yeah we're we'll, we'll, we're still figuring it out um, but we are excited for season two I've only seen it twice uh whereas other season i've seen i've seen several times it'll be like new to you (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I am excited to like, and it's been a while since I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's been, and by a while I mean it was last summer. Uh-huh. So a year. So so it will be interesting to see it again. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of like to force myself to um, be, be critical, but also like open to, yeah. to the season as a whole. Uh, to not be maybe that protective of Nora and try to see instead of try to see it for her point of view instead of from an outsider who just wants the best for her always and right, forever. Right, right, right. And I'm really excited about uh, meeting the collective because Lean and Eskild are some of my favorite characters. Uh, oh, are they in the next season? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course because Nora's living. Oh, Nora's already. living. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. That's where she lives. Guild is the best. So that is something to look forward to, and I'm very excited. Um, and uh, also, she's very cute clothes, so I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, um, she has fantastic style. She has fantastic style. So I'm, I she, I know I always point out yellow. I'm just really into yellow and mustard right now. But she has, <laughs> she has this one like sweater that I still think about from time to time. Looks great. I just moved to nowhere so I can wear sweaters. So yes, I'm ex- excited for season two. We will be taking a break, and so please, if you've enjoyed um, our analysis and talking about season one, share with any other scam fans that you know, or just share with some other friends of mine who apparently don't know I have a podcast. Thanks, Gaba, for telling Anna. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and so yeah, so follow us on Twitter if you feel like it at Cries Norwegian. Yes. Uh, we have a uh, Tumblr, which I have been saying wrong. I think it's Cries in Norwegian Podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's the official name. And then we also have our email, uh, Cries in Norwegian at gmail.com. Yeah, and I think uh, now that we've done one season, like I think both of us are a little bit more comfortable in front of a mic and like at least... I, yeah. 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 Yeah, sure. I, it was very awkward for me. No, I don't know if it was for you, but I felt <laughs> super fucking awkward for the first five, six episodes more maybe. Um, but I was going to say... We could also think about what else we can do with the show. For yeah. example, you know, is it, should we start bringing in other shows to compare? I mean, we're sort of doing it officially, yeah, yeah. but like, would it be fun to do like a, what are you watching today segment or, yeah. you know, like, so, I don't know, just yeah. trying to think of like more things. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. Like talking to you about yeah, TV so, stuff. And, yeah, so maybe we can have other segments. I don't know, just if anyone wants to tell us yeah. stuff that they're interested in, that's cool. Or, like, tell us stuff to check out. Uh, yeah, tell us stuff to check out. I'm always looking for TV shows to watch. I did, I know two things. I know, I believe NRK is coming out with a new show that's supposed to be in a similar format to Scam, but I just, like, kind of saw that on the group and I didn't pay attention to it, so okay. I'll, I'll probably do some more research about what that means. And do you know all. when Scam, I mean, Austin 2 is coming out? Um, no, there was some... There was, like, a Facebook and a Twitter that made it sound like it was going to be next week, but then people are saying that's a fake account, so I got nothing. So, I don't know, but soon, I assume. Yeah, maybe they'll just, like, mysteriously drop it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's usually the MO. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Scamitalia is probably coming back, so yeah, I'll try to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it when I'm on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it's, you should. Uh, uh, yeah. I think that link should still work. If not, I know people link to Google Drives. They're like, this is my personal Google Drive all the time. You just, you kind of just have to go to Tumblr or an ask and everyone's like, here! Like, that's, it's one of the things that I do love about the fandom um, is uh, how much everyone's just, everyone just wants to share yeah. and like, they're so willing to because be like... It's the best show. Oh, yeah. I just want everyone to see it. And yeah. I, I have hounded friends 
I'm threatening Cherry to about in my our mutual friend Cherry who lives across the street from me. I'm threatening to go over there and have like all night sleepovers where we watch. Uh, yeah, um, you should. You should. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, so it's just like a lovely. Um, well, when we there were like certain moments. We, we went to watch 8th grade, and I don't remember what it was that she liked about it, but I was like, well, if you liked that, then you would really yes. like uh, Scam. Yes, so, totally. so I have been also trying to sort of push it a little bit. Yeah, so that's exciting, and uh, I think that's it for season one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Let's cut for us. Yay! Thanks and for so, listening. So thank, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, bye. Uh, bye.